Can even entertain that way, Kendall. <laughs> Have Dinger will travel. Have Dinger will travel, will host, will travel, whatever is most convenient for the person on the other side. Anyway, Kendall, this is not a show about whatever it is that you've been going on and on about. This is a show <gasps> about driving. <laughs> Drive and get in your car, put on a seatbelt, and drive on down the road. Turn those tunes up. <laughs> Turn them up. You know, I love to drive with those tunes. <laughs> Whenever I think of you, I think of you with tunes behind the wheel of a car. A big, boxular black car. You should. You should. That's what I'm doing. I, I do. I do. You know, funny funny story about the phrase, I do. Not that one about that wedding that you had all those years ago. This is another. Uh, I ordered a big box of Hershey Kisses, four pounds worth from Amazon Ooh. for personal I, I, I'm, reasons. I'm liking where this is going, okay. And they, the ones they sent me were wedding kisses, and all of the little papers <laughs> say, I do, on them that come out. <laughs> Don't mind if I don't. Don't mind. <laughs> I just think it was like, who wants a Hershey kiss? I do. I do. <laughs> That's the way you have to think about it. Oh, sorry. We're, we're being so loud. This booth is soundproof, though. It, that, so if it's Sheriff Frogblast, she's just so worried about everything. Well, you know, she's trying to carry on her legacy of her family's, uh, I don't know, I guess they are willed the sheriffhood in uh, the in you know a wills and through the estate these days it's just a legacy they must have the same attorney that charles the contractor has for all of his things he has and in his he contract. just uses whichever one has the nearest billboard that's what charles the contractor which, <laughs> well, it you works. know it works you can't blame him if it don't oh sorry if it ain't broke don't fix it now, speaking of fixing things, I I got a new phone this week because I had an mm. old phone that's unfixable. Now, what happened to your old phone? It be- it became <laughs> one of those things that aged and became out of date and defunct. What's what's the proper term for technology that's out of date? Uh, broken. No, <laughs> I can't think of the word you're you're looking for. Uh, I can barely think of the word when I'm looking for them. <laughs> well, Kendall, I thought perhaps you would just come out with the um, listeners are screaming it. It'll you know it's unimportant. It was old. It died of natural causes. And, but anyway, you know, it, it, here's the truth. This is probably fascinating to people. <gasps> but the phone really it had ceased a while ago to do any sort of phone-like functions, meaning it would <laughs> almost always not be able to call. I didn't always get texts. It was blah, blah, blah. It was a whole big rigmarole, folks. And, you know, I am just, I'm a poor library volunteer, and I thank God Mrs. Potter, but a butter churn, she's let me be on their family plan because, you know, I'm 
I have the same kind of phone that Fonky does. So we have each have the same amount of minutes allotted to us each month. But so I went to the, you know, Bushel phone, Bushel Wireless or whatever it mm-hmm. is here. It's on the other, you know, other side of the strip mall around in South Busheltown. You know, you know where it is, the one I'm talking about. I do. I went and I went there Tuesday after I left the library and basically they said, go away, fool. <laughs> Love rules. <laughs> no, they said, go away, fool. And because you, you, the main person on your per, uh, your whatever plan has to be there. So I had to have Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn cancel her bridge game the next afternoon and Ooh. meet me over there. Uh. Which, you know, she was happy to do, but still, I found it egregiously inconsiderate. <laughs> but then I got a new phone. But the but that's the long version. But it, the only part I really wanted to mention, there was nothing. I didn't even want to say all that. But <laughs> you never did. <laughs> this is the part I wanted to tell you. The first day I went, the day before Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn came and joined me, I was waiting around because I got there early. Yes, me. I got there early. I got there like 15 (laughs) minutes early. And I knew that I was early. I was there before the appointment, so I was just sitting there. And it was very busy in there. And I saw two different customers cuss out two different employees before they even got to me. To tell me that I was, uh, you know, it shouldn't even be there. Why was I wasting their time? So, (laughs) and that was the only reason I didn't say, are you fucking kidding me? When they told me Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn had to be there. Because I knew she had that important bridge game. But anyway, anyway, Kendall, I thought, you know, these people have been through enough. So I just turned, well, I did, well, I did do one. Tell me if this is passive aggressive or aggressive. Oh, I, I, I can tell it's passive aggressive. <laughs> okay, so as I walked out, I did not curse out anybody. I did not use the F uh-huh. word in front of the crowd. I didn't. I thought about it. I wanted to, but I didn't. And so I walked out, and you know they have this big plastic sign, you know, like a sign that you know it's like this, and kind of like a sandwich uh-huh. board. And it's like, oh, Bushel Wireless, you know, starting at Plans, yada yada. And I kind of. <laughs> Pretended I didn't see it, and I bumped it as I walked by, like with my shoulder, and it sort, <laughs> and that made it kind of hang over the edge of the curb there, but it didn't fall off or anything. It just hung over the edge of the curb. It didn't fall off until. <laughs> Tell me, is this passive aggressive? I rammed into their side and knocked it over. Is that passive aggressive? <laughs> and it didn't fall. It didn't fall, Kendall, until I drove back around and. <laughs> It was hanging off the curb. It, that's on them at that point. It, said it could have caused damage to my car, but I hit it anyway. And then it did fall. But they apparently had forgotten all, or forgotten and forgiven by the next day when <laughs> Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn came back. But anyway, it was just the craziest thing. Crazy man. Oh, that is crazy. Uh, I don't even. I, so many things went through my head during that. Um, I was driving. I, the car as I hit oh, you're the driving. sign. You were driving, Cliff. Well, that, it's a good thing we're talking about driving today. Yeah, and tips and hacks for driving. We're, that's what we're going to start with. As you know, we always have multiple things to talk about on this show. Right. I want to hear some of your tips and hacks because I, I, well, I just told you everything that I did this past week in startling detail. So I want to oh, hear you talk and, for a while. And as usual, nobody asked. But mm. Cliff, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I did ask, actually. Um, oh, um, I know what I was going to say. Um, I was going to say, I, I've been trying to tell you not to go to all those sites on your phone. That's why it's um, messing up. Those, you know, sites? you know those sites I'm talking about. You know the ones. Don't make me say it on the air. Those, at, uh, listen, it's nobody's business. Those what not sites? safe for work sites, you know. Listen, what that gives... Oh, you a biased, oh. heteronormative view of what a job is as though sex work is not work. So it is work. <laughs> sex work is work. Reboot, Sybil. All of a chance. Okay, Kendall? Don't make me chant for the rest of this episode. All right. I'm just going to move on to some driving tips and hacks because I've got some good ones for you. Now, you know, as hot as it gets... And you come to get in your car to go driving down the road, to go on a trip or drive across town or whatever, and it's just so hot and you can't even stand it, it's so hot. 
So I hate when that happens. This is a great tip. A great tip to help cool down your car before you get going. You just roll down one window all the way, right? Okay. Then And it's a little exercise in it, too. Then you walk to the other side of the car, and you open and close the door a few times, and that will push all that hot air out of your open window, and it'll be a little bit more tolerable for when you start the car and get on the road. Well, with these days, with everyone's modern windows, you know, you have to start the car and then roll it because it's there's not a crank anymore is there Kendall on lo- a lot of these cars okay we'll start the car and then walk around the other side so it's even more exercise see it's fine and then your air is already cooling down but when you get back in it's good to go and think of all the fossil fuels you've released as you <laughs> did laps around can't win. your car <laughs> can't win <laughs> I was also thinking Kendall, you, I hate that you brought up this so soon after that long story I just told about the phone. But I was also thinking about Mr. Snodbottom's car. You know, I had to drive it that one day because I was getting the, my trunk rewired. So I uh-huh. drove his car. And his car, it it just let me know. It, it humbled me. It put me back in my place, as they say. <laughs> because this car is from the future. And Kendall, I'm sure it's how your car is. You walk in, or you I guess you, you do walk in. You walk in, then you sit down into the front seat. Yeah. And it's all these screens. It's like I'm in the Transformers ride at Universal Studios. Because <laughs> everywhere there's it's a computer screen. And you doesn't even have a key anymore. You just have to have this thing in your pocket, and you have to. It's a button. I for why I don't I just don't trust push button driving. I don't trust it, Kendall. Well, I, Cliff, I don't trust it. I will say I didn't trust it at first. I didn't trust it at first. I thought this is just dangerous. I just walk in, push the button, steal my car, whatever. But over the years, I've gotten so used to it that then I got in a rental car at one point. And I had to put, and I was like, what? Every time I would get in the car, and I'd be like, oh, and you know, as big as we are, and I'm not shaming ourselves, but you know how hard it is to get things out of our tight pockets sometimes. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, oh, I got to get the keys out. And so then I'm like digging for 10 minutes trying to get them out of my pocket. It's just a disaster. Well, there you go. I guess you've converted me now. But it's just the cars <laughs> these glad. days. <laughs> <laughs> They're from the future, and Kendall, I just, I don't know, I think mankind has gone too far. But tell me more about the driving tips. Tell me another hack. All right, I'll tell you another hack. So, okay, this is a good one. I think you're going to love this. So, if you ever been in a car, like, this is a perfect example. You're in a car that you're not used to. Like like you said, you're in Mr. Snodbaum's car. And you have to stop and get gas. And you're like, oh, which side is the gas tank on? Now, you could either... Stick your head out the window and try to look both sides, try to find out where the gas tank is. Or if you look right down at the gas, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the fuel gauge. The, the gauge, thank you. If you look down at the gauge, it has a little symbol of a gas tank and it has a little arrow that either points to the left or the right and that tells you where your, your gas cap is. How many hours lost? Do we all, oh, all of us, they're going to say, you know, our friend Rayanne, I think this was her. Maybe it was in the Bible. I don't know. But I think she, she said, you know, when she dies, she wants something. This, I don't want this. This is just how embarrassing would this be for me. But she said, I want somebody to sit down with me and they're going to open up a big dusty book. And they're going to say, Rayanne, I'm assuming it was her. It might have been somebody else. But they're going to say, <laughs> Rayanne. You spent 17 days and 3 hours and 12 minutes pooping or whatever, you know, or for whatever. Yeah. Or that was just how long you spent having, like, hard, hot diarrhea. Because I'm so we spent so, <laughs> we all poop so much. You know, everybody, you know, like the, like the book says, everybody poops. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of time. But imagine the time that they're going to flip through. They're going to say how long she had diarrhea, how long, you know, she was praying and mothering. And then they're going to say, also, you spent 18 hours of your life trying to figure out which side of the damn car the gas cap was on. Well, you're welcome. Look, Cliff, you think that I know, I know I can hear the skepticism in your Uh -uh. voice. You're like, Uh -uh. nobody's. Nobody looks for the gas tank. 
But once I found that fact out and I'm in a new car, I'm like, oh, what size is it? Oh, I know where to look right it away. Tells it's you. Easy. It tells you easy. right there. I'm not a skeptical. You will use I'm... that in the future. I swear to you, you will. I've used it in the past, Kendall, oh. and I didn't even take eight, I didn't even drive eighty-eight miles an hour and and get up <laughs> my flux capacitor to do it. Oh, don't get me started about the new DeLoreans that just came out. Anyway, uh, Cliff, do you have a driving hack for us or tip? <laughs> I do. It's the best one you've ever heard. I'm so excited to share it. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. Oh, oh, sheriff. I have some cookies oh. here for you, dear, for the stakeout. <laughs> yes, oh. these are something that she left in the oven a little bit too long to actually oh. give to Sheriff Frog Blast. <laughs> Only the best for the new sheriff. <laughs> oh, what yes, we? dear, we have to make a good impression for, for Sheriff Frog Blast, you know. Oh, yes, I'm so excited to see her bust these Criminals in the store next door to you boys. Yeah, now, can you explain to me again what they're actually... St- I mean, I love the idea that they're having a stakeout. It reminds me of another stakeout, the movie. But what are they... Who who are they watching? What's what's going on? Are we allowed to talk about it on the air? Oh, I'm not sure, but I think your listenership is modest enough that it can't be of much harm. What do you say? Yeah, it should... It should be fine, dear. Now, they are. They're scoping out the new store that's next door to us, dear. The one that was empty for so long, dear. You see, there's something nefarious going on in the back, it seems. Oh. Are they murdering people? No, it seems there's some... I I don't know, Sheriff Frogblast. She has a very long list of possible felonies and misdemeanors that could be happening back there in their storeroom. It's some kind of out front for something, Bowers, and it's an, an affront to honest business people like us, all of us in here. It did seem weird that it was a Labor Day store. I've never heard of such a thing. I don't, I don't know what you'd even buy at a Labor Day store. I mean, a sunscreen. It's the last weekend of the big summer. You buy uh, white pants to wear because, you know, you can't wear them the day after that. It's, it's like wearing stuff for Christmas. You buy it. You don't expect to wear it on the 26th. So you would wear, you know, stuff like that. Maybe a three-day planner or something for the whole weekend. I I don't know. I think it's probably it's just a real Labor Day store, guys. Oh, I no, think it's, Sheriff Frogblast has assured us that something has going on in the back of that store. I don't know. I saw the manager and he, he there was something going on in back, all right. But it was oh, uh, it was oh, not oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my bowels. Oh my uh, sorry. I sugar lump, I need some paper towels from Cliff and Candle's stockroom. I don't want Sarah Frog Blast to, to, oh, to notice this minor bowel attack. Oh, it's a good thing you weren't wearing white pants. Oh, it is a good thing. That's Labor Day story. You got to go there. I'm going to actually be sent over to to investigate and find out what's going on over there. They're going to send me in like a like a mole, dear, <laughs> like a spy. Oh, <laughs> how, that, how thrilling! Are you going to be wearing a wire in, in oh, your hat? Yeah, I'm not maybe? sure. We should ask Sheriff Frog Blast if they have a wire. That's a wonderful idea. That would make it seem very real and exciting. All right, well, you should go, Mr. Snodbottom. He's over there. Oh, Kendra, I'm sorry. He's wiping up that on some of those oh. old Billy Joel clearance T-shirts. Well, it's a good thing they were the clearance ones, <laughs> not my new ones. <laughs> not the new stock. <laughs> no. All right, well, we'll see you guys later. Good luck okay, to, dear. in Sheriff all your endeavors. Here. Do you have a wire to that I Oh, uh, Cliff, <laughs> that seems a little dangerous if they think something's going on over there for her to go over there. It is, well, I'm sure it's not murders. They wouldn't send her over there if it was, you know, an elderly lady serial killer. Why would Why would you set up a shop for that? You did, there would be know. no need. I guess you're right. You wouldn't do that in a store. You do that on the run. <laughs> you do it on the run. It's you know, this is probably. I think it's nothing. It might be an Ozark situation where it's kind of interesting for a while and then it's just really bad at the end. <gasps> so I don't know. We'll just see. It's remains to be seen. Remains of the day. Remember that? I'm Anthony Hopkins of this. Remains of the day. <sighs> and what remains of our driving tips and hacks? Kendall, it is your turn for oh. a tip. <laughs> so many. Cliff, okay, here's another good one. Well, actually, let me tell you one that's funny first that I, I read 
And I just laughed and laughed and laughed. And I thought, this doesn't, I, maybe it works, but it seems silly. I it can't said, if you ever get road sick, like in your swerving left and right on a windy road or something, it said, just tilt your head to the left and the right when you turn and it'll go away. And I thought, that just seems like it'd make me sicker. I'm getting sick at the thought. Of, I know. See? I'm, ooh, I'm about um, to have a, but, a but here's a, here's a real tip yeah. for you, Cliff. And uh, I, I thought this was a great idea. It says, on a hot day, you know, before you have to open your window and fan out all the hot air, Right. You turn your, when you park, you turn your steering wheel 180 degrees so that when you get back in the car, the top is the part that the sun's been hitting. It's not the top that you're going to be putting your hands on. You're going to, when you spin it back around, it'll be cool up there. Oh, debunk. Don't do that because I've had cars <laughs> where you turn the steering wheel. If you turn it too far one way, it kind of locks up and it, it's a real pain in the old ass. Oh, to, you got to do it before you turn the engine off. Uh, I don't know. Don't trust that, Kendall, with the cars these days with these push button driving. <laughs> I who even knows when the engine's off? I I don't even know. I, whew, it's too much for me. All right. Well, then you give us another tip. tip I say you know you got to have your road mix. You got to roll the windows down and jam out possibly to one of the many many hit songs from my upcoming. Endeavor, you know, there's just too many to even talk about. Just there's, it's a lot to dance to while you drive. I love, don't you love dancing and driving? Don't text and drive. Man. I don't know, dancing and driving can be pretty dangerous. No, 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 wrong. Don't twerk and drive. <laughs> don't try to ghost ride the whip and get out up on the. Cliff, you know Good. I can't dance without twerking. You know I can't do it. <laughs> Kendall, you, I, you and Susan have never included a couple twerks in one of your dance routines down at the Bushletown Adult Dance Routine place where you go. You know, we haven't. Maybe, maybe we should work on that and try to incorporate that in. That that sounds like it might be a fun addition. It would be a fun addition. It's been a while since you've done that, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's been busy. We got a lot going on with the store and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's a lot. A lot. Uh, times are times are busy these yeah, days. And this whole week, Sheriff Frogblast and her deputies, they've been here in our store, which I, th- I think that's what's impeded our sales this week. Yeah, well, there's always something. There isn't so. And, you know, yeah. if we can just find a week that doesn't have any problems, we might actually make yeah, some sales. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to say. I think next <laughs> week could be it. Next week could be the week with no problem. I hope you're right. I'm looking forward to that. Cliff, now, do you have an extra box of dryer sheets sitting around your house? <laughs> no. Well, you need to go buy an extra box <laughs> and put it in your car because they're inexpensive uh-huh. and they are cheaper than having to buy, you know, cheap air fresheners all the time that just, you know, they go out, uh, they get used up really quickly. You keep the dryer sheets in there, and your car will always smell nice and clean. Is that what you do in your car, Kendall? I always think, I'm always thinking, is there some laundry? Is one of Kendall's clean socks gone astray and gotten stuck somewhere? No, it's... See? Tricked you. You thought, oh, Kendall's on his way. He just came back from the laundromat getting a whole bunch of stuff clean. It smells so good. God damn it, I fell for it again. (laughs) See, these tips and hacks, they really add up. They really do. Speaking of things that add up, Kendall, it's questions about food. In this segment called WTF, what the food, 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 food. What the food, 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 Oh, I love a good what the food, Cliff. We all do. I love anything about food. We all do. Kendall, I've got a what the food for you. Food, 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 Oh, Kendall. <laughs> Not that either. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I fall for it once, twice, and the third time. Uh, fool, shame, fool you once, shame on me. Fool you twice, shame on you. Kendall, what was the first commercial cookie to be mass-produced in the United States of America? You mean like what kind of cookie or what brand? Well, it was the brand was Nabisco in 19... Oh, okay. chocolate chip. Nabisco. Oh, what? Animal crackers in my soup. 
Animal crackers. Walked right into that Walked one. Walked into that Walked one, right Kendall. Just, yeah, just <laughs> open fire. You knew I was going to go with chocolate chip. I want my chocolate chip with my vanilla ice cream. I don't know what the hell. I had no clue. I swear to God, Your Honor. God? All right, Cliff. Shirley, mm. Elisa Craig, and Mr. Stripey are all types of what? They're all cookies. Cookie? No. Tomato. Tomato. No. It's a tomato. Oh. <laughs> Haven't you ever had a, a Mr. Stripey? Lisa Craig tomato? No. I don't like tomatoes, Kendall. I'm biased against them. I don't love them. Less tomatoes, world. That's what I say. <laughs> Kendall, what was the best-selling cookie of the 20th century? <laughs> I want to say chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Oh. No. 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 Sn- Snickerdoodle. No, Rios. Animal crackers. Oreos, for fuck's sake. Oreos. Oh, my God. I wasn't even thinking of Oreos. Oreos. I know they're a cookie, but they're, I just wasn't thinking of it. Oreos, J-Rod. They're more like a cookie sandwich. It's not. Well, it is. It's, it's a sandwich cookie. There you go. All right. Cliff, which president brought mac and cheese to America? That was Mayor McCheese when he was elected president. <laughs> no, he had been around a long time before Mayor mm. McCheese got here. It was Thomas Jefferson brought mac and cheese to America. Tommy J, he brought it. I wonder if it was in Tupperware or what when he brought it. <laughs> it's an old mule sack or something, I'm sure. It was. Kendall, half the cookies baked in American homes each year are one type of cookie... What type? Sugar. Oh, Kendall, you should have continued your streak and answered oh, chocolate shit for the third time in a row. And you... I thought for sure... See, I thought you were setting me up to, for another failure. I, was, I thought you'd be like, here he goes again. He's going to walk right into that chocolate chip. Oh, I was setting you up for success that time, Kendall. Well, you set me up and I failed. Oh, damn it. Cliff, where was the Caesar salad invented? That was at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada. No, no. Which came first, the salad or the casino? <laughs> Cliff, the Caesar salad was invented in Mexico. <gasps> well, I would have never guessed that. Well, uh, that's offensive of you to, to never guess I would have guessed chocolate chip. You, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Kendall. Who eats an estimated 336,150,386 cookies on Christmas Eve other than you and me? Oh, damn it. I was going to say, well, that's easy. Uh, Well, if it's not me and you, then it must be Santa Claus. Jolly old St. Nicholas, bring your cookies this way. Yes, Some people have the best jobs, you know? (laughs) When I think to myself, what a wonderful job. Although we do get to do this show, so we're right on up there with Santa. It's a balance. You know, once a year you get 336 million cookies (laughs) or you get to do this show the rest of the year. It's just another thing we have in common with Santa. What is meant by the term al dente in Italian cooking? What's it actually mean? It's mean? I said, what does it actually mean? Oh, what does it mean? Okay, (laughs) they said it's mean. Kendo, it means something like to the teeth or something. To the tooth, yeah. Yes, to the tooth. Look at you. Look at me. Kendo, fine. Look at me. Look at me over here, everybody. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sheriff Frog Blast. We're just just funning in here, you know. Just funning. Kendall, finally for me in this WTF round. According to cookie sources, you know, the website cookieelf.com. Mm-hmm. How, not that. They didn't say that. That was me. How many cookies does each person on average eat a year in America? Oh, my God. I hate these type of questions. Uh, I don't. Can we consult Rayanne's book? 
<laughs> that would just tell you how much time she's spending. And let, let me tell you, she ain't spending much time eating cookies. We yeah. are not average, Kendall. I know. So that's why I hate these questions. From the record. I've eaten this many in the last week and a half. Because I, I would have said 3,417,000, you know, um, <laughs> in one night. Uh, right. Let's uh, in a year. <laughs> if that's um, how many Santa eats on Christmas Eve, that's how many we eat every night. Well, now let's see. There's 365 days in a year, and we're not going with me. We're going with average, so it's not right. at more than one cookie a day. So I'm going to say uh, 150 cookies a year. Oh, Kendall, you, for once, you've given, well, I don't know, I think you've given the American public too much credit. Remember how fat <laughs> we are. Now, we are exceptionally fat, and not that I'm shaming. I'm just saying, historically, Cliff and Kendall, we've we struggled with our weight, and we eat a lot. We're just big eaters and big bone, that's all. But We have a glandular the, problem. It's mostly glandular, anyway. But it, the average person eat, in America it, it eats 300 cookies a, a year. What? I guess. Well, I guess I guess because they eat multiple cookies in one serve in one setting. Right. And then, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Makes sense. I got it. Right. Still Checks not enough out. though. <laughs> oh no! That's remember that's average. That's in the middle. We're all <laughs> the way on the other end. We're all the way up to three hundred three million four hundred eighteen thousand. Right. We're we it's, it's we're in the Santa range. <laughs> Oh, Cliff, that's all I'm talking about food right now because I just can't take it anymore. It's making oh, me too hungry. All I'm fooding with you, now, Kendall. I know that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn brought in some old burnt cookies, but like yeah. for a steakout, they aren't bad. you supposed to have a lot of different like good food and munchies to eat on? Like, shouldn't we? Well, maybe take a, a drive blast. down to the store and grab some more food. Well, we can drive. We could. We could, yeah, we'll drive. Once you go and air out the car, I'll meet you in 15 <laughs> minutes. But no, you know, Sheriff Frogblast, she's been eating that big Tupperware full of carrot slices. And that deputy over there, he just, he brought in a dozen donuts and I thought he was going to offer us some. And by the time I turned around, because I was, I was trying to do this dance move I saw over your shoulder while you're watching TikTok. And I just turned around. By the time I did, he had eaten all of them. I was like, who is he? Me? He, he inhaled those 12 <laughs> donuts. Well, we know which, which, which type we would be over there. Type a diabetes or whatever. <laughs> All right, Kendall, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Yes, we will. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. All over the world, the word for great coffee flavor is Nescafe. We're the world's favorite brand of instant coffees. In America, Nescafe's great flavor comes two ways. We're the world's best-selling tool. Nescafe regular and the red label. If Nescafe can please the whole wide world. And now Nescafe decaffeinated in the green label. We can sure please you. Same kind of flavor. Nescafe regular, Nescafe decaffeinated. What's your pleasure? Now let's rejoin our regularly scheduled podcast. Sugarlump, what kind of juicy details did you learn while you were working undercover? 
Well, dear, they, they wouldn't say much, dear, but I know something's going on over there because I asked specifically for old labor union signage. You would think that would be something they would have at a Labor Day store. Oh, you well, would think maybe. so. Dear, they had, they had none of those. And every time I asked for something, they said, oh, we're all out of stock. Huh. Oh, that sounds fishy. That sounds weird. Did she, When Sheriff Frogblast heard that, did she... You know, like nod at you, like oh, this is helpful, or did she sort of look like hey, she oh. was hard to read, dear? She's oh. a very hard person to read. Yeah, I can see that, especially when she's got those mirrored glasses on. You know. Oh yes, dear, they're very important spy glasses. You're not supposed to talk about those, though. Oh no, shouldn't be bringing that up, boy. Oh, all right. Well, we've got to be going out of here. Oh, I'm wait, sure wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold oh, yes. on. We, hold we, your horses. Hold we've got it. something special. It's very special. <laughs> it is, oh dear, what what do you have? It's a little segment we like to call. You want to hear something weird? Oh. No, no, no thanks, Gerald. I'll no, pass. No, it's not a time. Place. It's not, not a passable stakeout. No, it's going to be fine. It, you know, I, they're over there working on computer graphs and stuff. I can kind of see the way the light's bouncing off my Madonna reflective surfaces over there that I like to sell. You know, those have really been, well, up until the past few weeks when just people stopped coming in the store. The, those Madonna reflective surfaces, they were flying off the shelves. I sold two of them. Two. Two. I sold two. I, and I thought you wouldn't sell it. Well, I mean, I bought one just to get the, you know, the pump primed. And then somebody else came <laughs> in. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, Cliff, I'm sure they will come back around and we will have many more people coming in the store soon. Yes. But until we do, you're until welcome we to use it as a stakeout place. And we'll also <laughs> have a little weird news <laughs> for you. All right. Oh, <clears> Yes. <throat> Now, do, would you want to start? Or are you dying to start? Do you want me to start? What are you feeling? Yeah, I'll start. I've got a good one. i got All a good right. one. Now, I do have to warn you, Mrs. Spotted Butter Butter Churn. This is a doozy to start out with, but just, just hang with it and you're going to love it. <laughs> Goodness dear. Okay. So, a streetwear label has partnered with a giant in the adult toy industry to create a shoe derived in part from defective or unused amusements that come off the manufacturing line as misfits. If you know what I mean? Like, you know, adult toys that didn't quite make the cut. They just didn't want to throw those away. They wanted to recycle. So they're being used to make shoes, which kind of look like Crocs, but not. Oh. They're, you know. <laughs> would, you, would you wear a adult repulsed. toy shoe, Cliff? I'm repulsed by that story. I would never wear a shoe that kind of looks like a Croc. Are you kidding me? That is disgusting. Cumbersome and weird. Oh, I'm all for recycling, but I have to draw the line at recycling things into Crocs. No, (laughs) that's where I say no. All right. right. I've got a a hot, weird story over here. It's weird (laughs) and hot. A Pennsylvania man... He was maybe from Intercourse, Pennsylvania, was eating with his family at a Delaware restaurant and made a surprising discovery inside of a clam. He discovered a purple pearl. Oh, a purple pearl. They're very, they're very rare, dear. They're oh, very rare. Oh, that sounds totally fabricated, boy. <laughs> I well, agree with Mr. Snodbottom. I don't think that's that's fake. Well, fake news. According to this, <laughs> Scott Overland of Phoenixville was eating at the Salt Air restaurant in Rehoboth Beach with his wife and children when he discovered that, oh my gosh, inside a northern quahog clam was a purple pearl. He says, hey, uh, at first my wife thought it was like a bead of one of them, I don't know, it looked like one of those dots candies on the paper, Overland told the television station. He says, uh, we thought the chef must have dropped it in there from the head or something. I don't know. But the family soon realized the object <gasps> was a pearl. Whoa. And Overland, the guy, he said, well, we never heard of no pearl in the clams before. I always thought they came in the oysters. But according to Ballard Clams and Oysters spokesperson Tim Parsons, both oysters and clams 
are known to produce pearls. He said he's heard of diners making similar discoveries two or three times a year, but that's weird news to me, everybody. Very weird. Well, that, Very uh, weird. So purple pearl alert. Our purple, pearl, purple pearls. <laughs> I can't even say it. Are purple pearls very like hard to come by? Are they very expensive? Do they make uh, well, a lot of money from their from their pearl? The man said in the last sentence, which I omitted for time, it said he was planning to have his purple pearl appraised prom, uh, per pretty damn soon. A purple pearl appraisal, pretty, pretty soon. Pretty damn soon. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Well, that that was quite an exciting story. I would love to have an old Purple Pearl show up. Wouldn't we all? Isn't that the dream? We would. Now, Cliff, uh, that didn't sound too appetizing to me, but this next story I have for you sounds pretty appetizing to me. Uh Now, you know, we we love our Papa John's. We love all pizza. Mm. And Papa John's, now this is kind of a hot uh, subject, weird news story also. You know, they've got a new menu item coming. I don't know if you've heard of this, Cliff. What is it? It is, um, the, in the latest, uh, you know, attempt to try to get more people in the door, Papa John's have decided that, you know, they just will make something that has no crust. It'll just be a bowl that has all the toppings in it. So for those people that, you know, like to count carbs, and they just eat the top off the pizza, it just comes in a bowl. And, of course, people are making fun of Papa John's. They're laughing at them. They're saying, this is ridiculous. But I don't know. Some people might like it. Uh, I'd, I want to go for all the crust. I saw a quote that said, this looks like doo-doo on a plate or something. Or (laughs) throw up on a plate or something. And I say, I just have no comment on that. (laughs) No comment. No No comment comment from us. from me. Kendall, I do have a comment on this. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Dateline, Ohio. An Ohio library <laughs> said a book returned to the facility after 50 years was oh. more than merely overdue. Hold on, guys. It was stolen. Oh, my goodness, dear. Oh, oh my. Oh, she was very busy polishing her handcuffs. Are you hearing this? Well, the Cincinnati Public Library said the book Tarzan and the Tarzan Twins by who other than Edgar Rice Burroughs was mailed back to the library recently with a note explaining its rather long absence. It said, to whomever receives this, I am returning this book, which was not checked out, but was rather taken from the Cincinnati Public Library, downtown Main Branch, in or about 1972 or 1973. Hey, I was a young teen then. <laughs> anyway, I trust you will find it in good condition. The nose read. Oh, it didn't even apologize. Just oh said I was God. a teen. I was He's a teenage a. delinquent. <laughs> I Brian Powers, the reference librarian at the downtown branch, said the staff is just happy to have the book back. And I'm, I hope that they're just saying that to put out good vibes into the universe because I hope they're fighting mad. And the confession note (laughs) says that the date he took the book out, but it doesn't say why he returned it. Obviously, he felt bad, and he probably heard there's no late fees now. So people, you know, these scum, they're just crawling out of the woodwork now with the the no late fees rule. But I do like this because Powers, he said... This book will be returned to the library stacks. You know, so often people return a book from uh, so long ago. They're like, well, well, we don't even really want this. Do you want it back? And, but this time they are putting it back on the shelf. And I expect there to be a long waiting list for Tarzan and the Tarzan twins. Oh, well, I'm glad they're putting it back. Oh, dear, dear Mr. Snotbottom's falling asleep, dear. Oh, dear, wake up, dear. We're still in the middle of this story thing. Oh, is the sick out over? Have they arrested anyone, sugar lump? Oh, no, dear, but we should go check in on to see what they're finding. Oh, uh, well, I've got more weird news. Oh, Could I, you have more? I do, Kendall? too. All right. Well, I just do, too. A, yeah, you can't leave yet. Soon, um, soon and very so, soon. You're going to want to hear about this. This is just crazy, crazy. All right. A woman and her flatmates, they, you know, had realized they had a leak in the roof, and they got up in there to investigate, and they saw a set of handprints beside two large open windows that would cause anybody to feel uneasy, of course. But that's just the beginning of it. They found found all kinds of strange things around their house. It seemed like somebody had been taking a shower in their shower, and it looks like some things had been eaten 
And so they think somebody has been living in their house, living up in the attic and just coming down when they're gone. Isn't that terrifying? Oh, how did it all turn out? Well, they don't know yet. They're still trying to find out. The police have been called and they gave gave a statement. They're going to have to do a stakeout, Cliff, a stakeout. They're going to have to do a stakeout. Well, Kendall, I have a more conclusive story for everyone. (laughs) Now, we all recall back in 1989, the music video for Janet Jackson's hit Rhythm Nation was just burning up the MTV charts. And, you know, it won many accolades and Grammys, but the pop video had something else going for it, too. It had the power to crash laptops, according to Microsoft, and not just those that it was playing on. In a blog. Yeah. Did it crash your laptop, Kendall? Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, well. I saw people online doing it. A major computer manufacturer discovered that playing the music video for Rhythm Nation would crash certain models of laptops. And it would not even just the ones that it was playing on, but those nearby as well. Simply playing the music video could cause a whole room full of laptops to crash. And that's why... I've said for years, music videos are are very dangerous indeed. Oh, yes. We've spent many nights discussing the variety of dangers posed by music videos, boys. Well, this is... Now, well, this is one you did not anticipate, I'm sure, in your long conversations. It turns That's out true. that it this song contained one of the natural resonant frequencies of the model, uh, this l- certain laptop hard drive that other manufacturers used. And they said, if, if it's hard for you to wrap your mind around, it certainly made a lot more sense to me when they said this. It said the issue is similar to an opera singer being able to shatter a glass by singing in a particular tone. And, of course, I run into that all the time. I'm all always time. stepping over broken glass because I just the pitch was too perfect. It was exactly the tone for the glass and just crashed. So I have that in common with Janet. But, you know, these days, laptops will no longer be affected because... They've put in audio buffer, you know, whatever, some kind of code that just, the tone doesn't matter anymore. And Janet is free to take us all to the Rhythm Nation once again. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I'm glad they got it figured out. Amen to that. That's a good thing, because you'd be crashing our computer trying to record the show right now. Oh, dear, uh, we really uh, must be getting back to Sheriff Fogblast. I think she wants me to go back in. Oh, oh, oh Sugarlum, I, I'm worried for your safety. I hope that, that these people don't get the better of you, Sugarlum. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not, dear. Well, maybe maybe you should go with her, Mr. Snodbottom. Oh, 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 oh. we'll talk to Sheriff Fogblast and see what she says. Oh, Sheriff Fogblast. Oh, dear, we've got a wonderful idea. The twins can go together. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cliff, well, that was some weird stuff. That was so weird. I, I have not recovered from it yet. It's going to take me a minute to recover. And yet the show must go on. <laughs> and we have not even yet begun to count down movies about Driving, driving oh, I don't know if we mentioned it, but no, that's what we're doing now. We're going to do a countdown of driving movies. I'm very excited for this part. Oh, it's just an exciting mini countdown. Uh, you know, it's a long road ahead of us, Kendall, but we're going to make it. I know we will. Do you have a we're space coin? make it after all. I got it. Call it. Head for the headlights. On the car. Oh, Cliff, taillights. Taillights it is. Oh, all right, Kendall. That means you all right, here we start go. us out. Cliff, number six. This movie, um, 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 widely thought to be a classic movie. We, I think we watched it in film school. It kind of started a filmmaker's career who went on to make a space opera. I'm talking about George Lucas and that movie, American Graffiti. Do you remember that movie? Did you love it? I remember it. I've, 
isn't it more about a restaurant? No, is it, is there they stopped at it? a restaurant. The whole thing was them driving around town, cruising all around town on their last night before they left high school, and it was all about the cars, and each person had a cool car, and that I watched this documentary thing where George Lucas said he like spent like weeks picking out the cars because they were so particular to the characters and the scenes. Uh, well, that sounds like bullshit, but I do remember liking <laughs> it, and I mean it's one of those, it's very star studded. I do remember liking it, but I I'm assuming the last time I saw it was next to you with some popcorn at the old Watkins Film School. Well, it's worth a rewatch, Cliff. It's a good one. Rewatch one one of these days. Who knows what the future holds? You quote Carrie Bradshaw, it's, it's unwritten. So uh, there, there could be a time when I queue up the old American graffiti. It could happen, folks. Or to Anything. quote Doc Browncliffe, your future hasn't been written yet. No there one's you. has. So make there it a good go. one. All the greats are talking about it, Kendall. They are. <laughs> so, and now us. <laughs> now us. As we talk of, on this driving countdown. So that was the old American graffiti. That's Pat- it. Patriotic pick from you there, Kendall. And the next one, number five, Kendall, it may come as a shock to you, Uh-oh. number five, the pick for number five. <laughs> uh, okay, good. You're sitting down. I looked over I'm, there. I'm scared. I'm, I'm sitting All in right. silence, worried of what you're going to say. It may come as a shock because I've never even seen it, but a lot of people love the this movie and it's myriad of sequels. I'm talking... Fast and the Furious. Oh, I'm shocked. They drive in that movie. Now, have you ever seen the Fast and the Furious? Uh, no. All right, good. Neither have I. Here's what I thought we should do. You will go, or you you can tell me if you want me to go first. I think we should share idea our ideas of what we think the plot of Fast and Furious is, and then we can check and see what the real plot of it is. Well, I mean, isn't it where they're like, you want me to go first? You said? Yeah. Isn't what, it where what, they're like what do you think? stealing cars and they're, they have to like jump all these cars? I'm sure there's like somebody that's, they've got a deadline, not a deadline, but they've got a quota they got to meet. And they're like, you got to get this many cars mm-hmm. before this day or we're going to kill you all. And so they're like, oh, we got to go find all these cars and, and steal them. Right? Something like that. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was just about these people pulling, like they're pulling a heist and they got to drive away fast and they're obviously angry. <laughs> there has to be more to it than that, right? Uh, no, seven I, sequels. I don't know. American Graffiti is just people driving around the town at night. And there was only one of them. <laughs> stopping for a burger. <laughs> uh, no, there was more than one, but there was a sequel to American Graffiti, but not 96 sequels as there is well, there Fast and Furious. All right, Kendall. Well, I think it's about them uh, pulling various crimes, and they're very fast, and they probably do have a lot of cars. Maybe it's a chop shop, and they're old race car drivers, and they're out for blood for their uh, race car driving uh, bosses. Okay. Let's now, do you, see. Are we going to look it up to know the real? We're going to have to go see. watch the movie? Yeah, you go watch it real quick. No. <laughs> Oh my god, 2001. Is I was just about to say the same thing. Furious. I was looking at it, yeah. That's crazy. There's a task force to a heist crew driving three modified Hondas, assault a truck carrying electronic goods, steal its cargo, and escape into the night. And the following day, the LAPD uh, tries to locate the crew. And etc. They oh, there's an illegal street race, and they arrive at a Mazda, and there's a drag race. We didn't even think about drag racing. It's probably uh, yeah. all a big homage to the Paula Abdul video "Rush Rush." I'm assuming. Uh, after returning to safety, it, there it's a 10 second car. Uh, Brian brings a damaged Toyota to Dominic's garage as a replacement. They begin uh, the long process of restoring the vehicle. They're restoring a 1994 Toyota for some reason. There's uh, electronics are proved to have been purchased legally, and there's police tampering. They have to reveal their identities, and there's just, I think it's just, we, I, you know, what a movie. No wonder so many people are just all the time 
Fast and Furious this, Fast and Furious that. Sounds fascinating. I'm not going to watch it. slow and complacent. (laughs) But there you go, Kendall. uh, You know, that one's for the Fast and Furious fans out there. Well, I'm glad you told us the plot, so now I don't have to go watch it. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I feel like I just watched the whole thing. It's it's kind of like we're living Fast and the Furious right now. We have a sting operation going on. They're, I mean, they're no drag races or anything, but you know. No, but they are. They're putting the, that, this, that wire up Mr. Snodbottom's pants. I hope that they realize that is. Oh, bad. You're going to need another mic. <sighs> You're going to need another <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Cliff. That was number five on the countdown. Five, moving on up. Moving to on number up. Four. Now, this movie, uh-huh. uh huh. I think this was on another countdown we did. I think I mentioned this film before. So if I did, tell me and I'll change it. Um, but th- this movie I love from when I was a kid that I've been dying to watch again, License to Drive. Oh, tell us about it, Janet. Do you, did you watch that movie? Do you remember it? I have seen it. I don't recall a lot about it, but I remember oh. liking it. And so tell me I more. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it nonstop when I was a kid. So first of all, I loved that Carol Kane's in it. Oh, and she like is eating uh, ketchup on her mashed potatoes because she's pregnant again. That was the big funny thing that I can't remember. She just wanted more mashed potatoes and ketchup. He, uh, the the main character, I forget his name, but he he went to get his driver's license, and he um, something happened. Somebody he almost hit somebody or something. So the guy test her. He, uh, he was real angry and not so nice. Mm. And so he failed him and he didn't get his driver's license. But of course, he wanted to go out for this date and, you know, out on the town. And so he decides to steal or borrow his parents' car after they've fallen asleep. And of course, all types of havoc ensue and hilarity as he's out on the town trying to make it back before they find out. Starring, is it both Corys that are in it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cor- is it Corey Feldman or... Corey Hank, yeah, it had both the Corys in it. There you go. Two Corys for the price of one. Corey, Corey, Carol. (laughs) Count me in. There you go. (laughs) Kendall, number three? Holy Uh, shit. Yeah, number three. We are burning rubber with this countdown of car driving movies. Eat my dust, Kendall. Eat it. This next one... Well, simply put, it's one of the great Dan Aykroyd movies. Oh. Every few days, I think to myself, why the hell isn't Dan Aykroyd in more stuff? Bill, Bill, whoever, Billy, Bill Murray, he's in everything. What's his face? He's in everything. They made that whole stupid fucking Ghostbusters Afterlife with the CGI Harold Ramis. And hopefully, you know, Winston's and stuff. He was at least in Grace and Frankie, and I think he's been in a lot more things, too. Where is Dan Aykroyd? Well, once upon a time, he was getting his ass nominated for an Oscar in a movie about driving. See, it was about his mother. Her name was Miss Daisy. And she was looking for a driver. And they found who but... Morgan Freeman, Hoke, as his, uh, you know, the guy who's going to drive his mama around. So, you know, one thing led to another. It was the olden days. Jessica Tandy was the old lady. But Morgan Freeman, he had that charm. And he was such a good driver that they just became BFFFFs. Best friends, Kendall. The driving oh. And the extra F was for friendship, because the driving <laughs> led to it. So, oh man, you can't have a movie driving-related countdown without driving Miss Daisy, for which you know, Dan I- Aykroyd was nominated for an Oscar, and he should be in everything. I forgot all about that one. That is an excellent choice to add to the list. There you go. Love it. Uh, I would. I should go watch that one again too. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Oh, so good! I just the that music. I just love the music. When's the last time you watched Driving Miss Daisy? 
too long ago. I'll tell you that much. Too well, we better get to it. Long ago. <laughs> I can see a lot of it in my mind right now, uh-huh. but I, it has been too long since I can't put a name and a face with it. I've checked my diaries. <laughs> well, you know, if I watch it yesterday, I'm like, I've forgotten everything that happens in it. So I should watch uh, it. All right, Cliff. Well, we've, we've moved on up to number two. A big number two, Cliff. This so, is a big number two. Cliff, number two. Number two is a movie that we both love, and it uh. it's... It sounds like that. It that was a car backfiring. <laughs> it spurred a franchise that we, to this day, just cannot put down. Every time we turn around, we have to watch the Christmas movie or the original or when they go to Europe. I'm talking about vacation, Cliff, when they take a big, long drive across country. <laughs> One of my all-time favorites. What a great one they do. They don't make them like that anymore. Holiday roll. Holiday roll. See our road trip song countdown <laughs> for another performance of that. Of course, Kendall, one of the, tell me one of your favorite driving moments in the old vacation film. Uh, when they realized Aunt Edna was dead. <laughs> and they just go well I mean there are so many great ones in that movie like when they jump the in the desert when they um, uh, when they're uh, this is a sad moment when they're dragging the dog <laughs> behind the car there's just so many great moments when the luggage just flops off the back of the car they're driving down the interstate it's great it's a great travel road driving movie it certainly is Kendall Oh, <laughs> Sheriff Frog Blast. Oh, she's triumphed and she's over there at the Labor Day store, or oh, so called Labor Day store, making arrests now. Oh, oh. oh dear, we helped bring them down. Oh, yes. Oh, well, what was did, it? What was what, it? Murder? Were there, oh, were there bodies? No. No, dear. Seem, seems they were running an illegal laundromat out of the back. That building is not zoned for a laundromat. Oh, no. Oh. They were trying to sell Labor Day supplies, which apparently there was a very, very small market for boys. But they were taking in laundry from the neighborhood and doing it in the back to get some extra money to pay for the braces of whoever it is, the manager's children. Oh, don't, don't mention to Sheriff Frog Blast that I've been taking my laundry over there. I didn't know that was illegal. I would have helped oh, you at the beginning. Very illegal boy. I'm just glad you didn't go down with them. Oh, no. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, well, it seems that we have triumphed and everyone here is safe. That's the important thing. Well, good. I know. I hope that they can pay their fine and get back to, you know, maybe after Labor Day they'll sell something different. Maybe, oh, you dear, know. They're looking at 10 to 15 years. Oh, no, no. I can't believe it. We'll get him a good lawyer. Kendra, we'll get him your lawyer on the phone. Well, we'll get him Charles's lawyer. There you go. It's going to be that's great. That's an excellent idea. I'll ask Charles if he's available. Charles, dear, do you have that attorney? The one that's on the billboard? Oh, well, Kendall, I wish them well. I think that everything is going to turn out fine for them. Charles is walking free today. He's a free man. And look so, at all the shit he's done. <laughs> and then there's Maude. Then there's you, Kendall. Although he there's, hasn't laundered in, in 20 years, so. He hasn't ever tried to go down for that or whatever. <laughs> whatever the parlance, parlance is, you know, the cop speak for that is. Kendall, number one. Ten four. Yeah. On the driving movie countdown, listeners have been waiting for it, and here it is. It's a movie where a man drives, Kendall. He drives. No, say it ain't so. For a living, and he also drives on the side. He's a stunt driver for movies, and he will also give you a five minute window. Where he will wait for you while you're inside committing a crime. If the if well, I wish he had been outside for these la- laundry launderers next door, because he could have oh. whisked them away. He they call him the driver, and you know in this movie he he'll drive for you. But anything outside of that five minute window, you're on your own. Is this and, Domino's? 
This is not Domino's <laughs> Kingdom, but like Domino's, the drivers fall. They go through this and they go through that. And then the driver, he's played by Ryan Gosling, and the film is called Drive. And he falls in oh. love, of course, with Carrie Mulligan. And he ooh, comes face to face with Ron Perlman and Albert Brooks and uh, Brian Cranston and Oscar Isaac in a star-studded affair. Well, it's fantastic, but bad news for everybody but me. It's just not streaming right now, but luckily... I have the DVD, Kendall. It's a classic, oh. and it's all driving all the time. They're I saw the sequel, time. Baby Driver. No, Kendall, that was the prequel. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, I thought it was his baby. Very confusing. No, Kendall, Baby Driver is not in the countdown. There's too many babies in it for me. Well, what what a countdown that was, Cliff. Which is, I hope that all our listeners have are just driving into the sunset, thinking about how wonderful all those, all those uh, movies were. They're either driving into the sunset or driving off a cliff, Thelma and Louise style, <laughs> at the end of this episode, Kendall. Well, I love either one. Either. I mean, one. not because we're losing listeners, but because you're going out with with style. With style. With style. That's how we're going to go out, Kendall. That's with style. Alright, I've got to go, go out there. I want to make sure that my Madonna reflective surfaces are really, you know, that they're angled the right way to catch the people's eyes they walk by on the sidewalk. Well, I'm going to go make sure we're zoned correctly. Make sure <laughs> we're to zoned make sure. to sell those clearance Billy Joel t-shirts over there. Yeah, because if we're not, we'll be in big trouble. So we'll go check that out and we'll be here next week. We'll be here next week. Of course we will. <laughs> Where else would we be? Just like that.